0: Imagine if you put olive oil on your back before oh the God. the water slide.
1: Before the water slide, If we, you took like brought like a one of those
0: tubs of Crisco and, <laughs> and then slathered it on. was all over
2: your your it was like, <laughs> so it was like yeah, oh,
1: it just stained, cute. like
0: wet forever. Like the spray, all like the like avocado oil spray you oh. just got me. Like just a, on, and a little, yeah, yeah, on the shoulders.
1: I mean, when I was little, and by little I mean like a teenager, that's when we used to do the, like the baby oil. When you're sunning outside.
2: Command, could you imagine if you and I put baby oil on and we would literally <laughs> turn black? We would like, cr- like charred our skin. <laughs> Third degree
1: burns. I was gonna say, yeah. i blister. I just look like I went to the beach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know where we're going. Are we really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gee, what <do> you, what? <laughs> We've been going for I know. I admit it. Amazing. I, I, oh boy. <laughs> you, uh,
2: I didn't know. What's up, everybody?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he then asked that question?
2: I would have asked it either way. Yeah, I thought we were just chatting. No. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. What are we talking about today? Going to the pool?
1: tan lotion? <laughs> Clearly that's what you guys want to talk about all summer. If you have I fair skin, me.
2: you got to put suntan lotion. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. It's a good idea to put suntan lotion on.
1: Yeah. Probably a good idea to put some sandwich on it anyway. but...
2: What's your favorite thing? We dis- rediscovered body slides this weekend, or at least I did. You had discovered <laughs> I discovered them. it like a couple weeks ago. Would you say that's the highlight of the pool for you this summer? Because it definitely is for me. And jump, diving off the diving board and doing flips, sort of.
1: Sort of. Almost
2: all the way around. Flips. I
1: um, so. wish I could barrel have been roll. faster. At pulling my phone out when you were jumping off the diving board.
2: No, well, I'm gonna. I'll be honest with you. You're gonna have another opportunity because I'm gonna do that every single time we go. It was unbelievable.
1: I was like waiting for you to like not be able to get out of the pool because <laughs> the way you landed. It's was fine. Was, like, I only boy. I
2: only caught my back like once. I caught my like shin on the water a couple times, but it, didn't, it doesn't really really hurt. I the other catch times, your shin on that's just like water. how you land. Like I
0: landed like shin first, basically. You probably just don't understand because you've never oh you've never gone off the diving board. They have hit the, gone hit off the water the board. at that speed.
1: I have gone off the diving <laughs> board. I've also gone off the high dive. Very that's, very scary. That's things. terrifying.
2: I would never do that. I would just jump. Like I would just stand there and like di- like literally just jump off.
1: Oh no! We used to do like all kind of stuff off the high dive.
2: Oof, I don't think that's a good idea.
0: For it, me,
1: it's a far way down. Yeah. It's a little scary.
0: Are you so scared of the diving board because you did that into like a four foot pool? Like it <laughs> I wasn't. Was, you know what I mean? Horrible. Like it was like not only a
1: high dive, but it wasn't set up in the right part of the pool. <laughs> no, it was into like whatever, 12 or 13 feet, whatever that.
2: Just in three foot six inches. So you're just like, you have to, you have to do and land in a cannonball so you don't hit the ground like viciously hard.
1: Yeah, no. I feel like I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys if that is what happened
2: who's the sponsor of this week's podcast
1: i you make up sponsors all the time so whatever your little heart desires
2: sam's club this (laughs) this episode of the podcast is brought to you by sam's club we took our maiden voyage to sam's club today as new members Amanda was a member before Several years ago I was
1: going to say And
2: I've been to Sam's Club in my life But all I remembered was like 100 count boxes of Twinkies Right? Like I didn't (laughs) think of it I just thought of it as like That's where you get The thousand pack things of combos Where you have combos forever C-O-M-B-O-S Combos Turns out though
0: (laughs) 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 What would that have been mistaken for? Condos. Yeah,
2: I just wanted to spell it. I was just making my own. <laughs> yeah, we went to the pool
0: today. P O O L.
2: P pool. P-O-O-L, pool. Uh, so that's how I. That was my memory of Sam's Cup. Like my dad had a membership. Like dad and stepmom when I was little. Yeah. So I remember going with them a couple times, and it was like this unbelievable. There's like one in Pittsburgh at the time. It was like this unbelievable experience of getting like economy pack things of basically candy, and of
0: butter pretzels. Yeah,
2: basically garbage junk. Uh, but I. But it turns out they have. If you're trying to get good meat for not that many bucks, and you go through a lot of, you got to go through a lot of dead animals like we do. Uh, Sam's Club is your place. Yeah. Big deals on that. Big deals on sparkling water. What else did we get a good deal on?
1: Rice. Oh yeah,
2: twenty five. Oh yeah, twenty five pound bag of rice. So here, this, all of this fits into what we're talking about. Which is nutrition when you're traveling. But first, really important question for both of you. How much rice, we'll say it's jasmine rice, the, the king of all the rices.
1: Basmati's good too. but
2: Is it better than jasmine? Mm.
1: Isn't that the brand of the jasmine rice? No, it's a kind. Oh.
2: Mahatma, is Oh, the, is all the, right. No, that, well, whatever. Uh, sure. How much rice could you eat in a sitting? So like I and I think you're in the and I easily smoked 350 grams. Like could 350 grams of cooked rice is a joke, yeah, right?
0: 365. Like at the like six weeks ago, you're like 365. Whoa, that's a lot. But now easily, I mean now 365
2: easily. is. So we'll say you have a commensurate amount of like salmon or bison or like ground meat you made into taco meat or just regular ground meat mixed in with the rice or chicken and rice, whatever you want. How much rice could you eat? Not in a day, but in one sitting. Do you think you could go nine hundred grams? Do you think you could go two pounds of cooked? <laughs> I'd say let's say we made it that day. Let's say somebody just made it for you. It's right out of the right out of the pot. That's a, could you uh, smoke nine? That's a grams? lot.
0: Um. Probably yes. Like that would be past the point of like it being enjoyable, though. Let's say, but let's say you had like a pound of salmon. You have a pound of it. No, I'm just saying, like, I would feel this, you would feel terrible after.
1: Like, you think that that would push you past, like, the the comfortable full. Feeling.
0: Like, I yeah, I'd be full. Like, I could do it, but I'd be like overly full. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. But then, like, it's, it's rice.
2: So, so like much
0: rice. Yeah. Thirty <laughs> minutes
2: later, you feel fine. You have the big insulin dump, and all you want to do is sleep. But yeah. then after that, you f- you feel fine.
1: See, I said um, that like right now. I get 110, and, like, a while ago, a few weeks ago, same sort of thing, right? Like, that was a lot for me. Um, But now I could, like, easily, like, triple that, right? I could do 330 grams of rice. Like, it would be nothing. Um, So in that context, I wouldn't even be where you guys are at right
2: now. (laughs) It's just so easy to eat. So important for people listening White rice definitely has its place. Now, if you're on in a fat loss phase, like you're trying to lose some weight, um, it's not a good option, right? Because nope. it just does not go very far. Part of the reason why we're eating it is because we're on the opposite end. where you are trying to put on some weight, put on some muscle. And so it's a really good thing in that sense, especially post-workout. Um, but yeah, if you're chronically a little bit low on your C's, a little low on your carbohydrates, um, and you're full, like you're you're not having a problem with being hungry, white rice is a really good option, especially after you work out, especially the meal right after
0: you work out. Okay. Really good option. That's actually something that I've implemented more in the past couple weeks is like, obviously I have it post-workout, but maybe later in the day to fill up all of my allotted carbs to put in like maybe 90 grams of white rice, like effectively none, but it fills out a lot of like yeah. instead of eating a second apple you right. know what I mean right, like right, right. if I'm going like banana and apple already like it's much easier to just throw that in and then you don't feel super like compared to the amount of space in your stomach an apple would take up yeah like it's just a lot easier to
2: it's a nice option uh before your workout too so if you're a uh, an individual who needs to eat relatively close to your workout time. Otherwise, you're like way too far in between meals. Um, some like keeping your fat really low or zero. Like, so super low would be like protein shake and white rice. Um, and so that would be one option. Another option, probably a little bit better, would be like some chicken breast and white, white fish. Rice. Yeah, or, or tilapia, any kind of white fish and yeah. some white rice prior to your workout because it's really, really easy to digest. Again, keeping your fat super low or, or at zero and, uh, you know, fills up your glycogen stores so you have energy through your workout, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that that's, that is right now both my pre and post. Uh, I do get a little added uh, fat in my pre-workout meal, uh, but that's because I am. I'm doing like chicken breast or 99.1 ground turkey. Um but with rice. It, that's my, like, pre-workout meal. Yeah. Uh, and then, again, post-workout. So I'm living living the life right now. Oh, it's the highlight. <laughs> it's so
0: unbelievable. <laughs> How different does white rice, like, fresh white rice hit now? Because you were, I mean...
1: Oh, there was a period of time rice where I didn't... wasn't even in no. your vocabulary Mm-mm. for a while. Nope. It was, like, peak week, and that was it. So it was, it was out for... Ev- an extended period of time. Like, since I started prep in September. So, excluding the... My carb-up days during peak week. So, let's say there was three days. So, a total of nine days total f- from September through the end of May. End of June. June, yeah. Yeah. End of June. Uh, nothing. So, yeah. definitely. And that's not
2: even that fun when you're in peak week. So, peak week is, just to give people a sense, like... Um, you're trying to refill all your glycogen stores. You deplete them really, really hard and then try to fill up your muscles right before you get on stage right. and uh, bodybuilding show so you can have the appearance of being as muscular as possible. Um, so you manipulate your, your diet in such a way to try to make that happen, to try to make you as dry as possible so you're not carrying water so you can your muscles are visible because um, if you have water, like subcutaneous water, it covers them up. You don't look like you don't look great. You you look pretty (laughs) bad. Um, And then the other element of that is to try to make the muscles as full as possible, so they can be you know visually apparent. So, but that's not like that's kind of like weird because it's force feeding. It's like devoid of salt, so it's not always like (laughs) right all that fun. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not as fun as it sounds. But yeah, like where Ryan and I are at, we're like. Almost a pound cooked weight of rice
0: every day. It's super so enjoyable. Un- 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 <laughs> it's, like, it never <laughs> gets old. I love making. It's I make so, rice every morning. It's I love so it. I love like it. the. It, yeah, like I. You drive home from the gym and you're just looking forward to it. You just know now you're gonna you, smash uh, some white rice. Do you
1: rye. Do you InstaPot your rice? I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a venture I, if, we haven't done yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I. You guys have a different InstaPot than I do. But you can't follow the thing that it says. I've perfected the time in water amount. Oh, alright. Give it to us. So it's five minutes. It tells you four. Four is not enough. It's a little crunchy. Mm. Five minutes and you have to go equal parts water to rice and then plus a cup. Oh, so if I do okay. if I do three like three cups of white rice dry then I'll do, like, four cups of water okay. for five minutes with a little sprinkle of salt just right. to keep it from sticking to the thing.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. If you have, like, the actual Instapot, the name brand Instapot, and you want to make some rice, yeah. there you have it. Super simple. Five minutes. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that a meal gets made much quicker than that.
2: It's a, it's a really good option if you are tight on time. And you don't have... Because otherwise, making white, even white rice takes about a half hour, all told. And brown rice takes about an hour. It's passive. Like, you're not standing there for an hour. You stand there for about 35 seconds. Um, but if you don't have time, or you just miss kind of miss your timing, and you come and you're in a post-workout spot and you don't want to wait 45 minutes, uh, that's a good, good option. I just make ours every morning just because... I can basically, and I like it yeah. down to a good, pretty good science.
1: And again, like you said, it's it's passive, so it's not like we're just twiddling our thumbs. Right, you're we're getting th- other we're things working done.
2: while it's yeah. while it's doing its thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. So should we actually transition into? <laughs>
2: We've sort of been t- yeah, we're <laughs> dancing topic. all around it. So our topic for today is nutrition when you're traveling, nutrition when you're not at your home base managing that uh, and we're going to hopefully you can come away with some good practices um, to know what to focus on and kind of what not to focus on so etc so and this kind of came out of amanda and i recently took a weekend trip to virginia to see her family um and both of us are really at a point amanda a little bit more codified and serious than me but both of us are really at a point where we're not really willing or able to miss any meals so I eat six to seven times a day. How many how many meals do you have technically? So I have five. So five, and we were gone for three days. So whatever you can do the math on that, at home in your car while you're driving, don't actually do that. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> just chill out until you're at
2: a red light, and then you can do it if you want. Um, it's a lot of meals for both of us, and we didn't miss any. And it's not like we're it's not because we're really any more serious or have anything that I, that you don't have. We just plan it all out. Yeah. And the nice part about when you plan it out is what can be kind of stressful um both in terms of like missing meals and you're super hungry and you're forced to make like really suboptimal decisions all that kind of goes away and so you're you're in a good spot where your digestion's good and you're comfortable the whole time um it just takes a little bit of planning so that's the game for today
1: yes and obviously if you follow us on instagram which if you don't at the aerobic power builder is our Instagram handle. Uh, we made a post about it, uh, and kind of showed kind of the two variations of what our travel looked like. Right. So I took the time to actually measure out and weigh and put in containers each of my five meals of the day so that I knew meal one, these are the three things that I need to grab and that's it. Um, so that I was on top of it, didn't need to worry about weighing anything out, uh, while being there and just had it all good to go, which obviously traveling, right? Cause we drove, it wasn't like we were on a plane and it was just, you know, super easy. You're there offering you whatever you're there in 45 minutes. Um, you know, even on the go, we stopped at a rest up, pulled out what I needed for that particular meal, ate it and back on the road we went.
2: Yeah, so your thing is a little bit different than mine where you have a meal plan. So like meal one is, you know, specific stuff. You're going to have 100 grams of green beans. You're going to have 200 grams of egg whites. You're going to have... You know, 200 grams of an apple or whatever whatever it is. Yeah. Very specific stuff. Uh, mine is not like that where I just need to hit macro targets throughout the course of the day and basically meal to meal. And they don't really change for me, so I kind of know what they are. So I did kind of the opposite where pre-prepped a bunch of food, put it in larger containers, and then took from those larger containers as needed. Uh, so I like when I knew we were going to be in the car, I weighed out that stuff just because otherwise you're sort of guessing. Um, but even with that, I used stuff like I ate for my carbohydrates, apples and oranges and stuff like that, where I knew basically I could just have an apple and that would hit hit what I needed to hit. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just pulled pulled chicken or whatever as I needed it. So kind of the two ways, and this I think kind of broadly the two ways you can prep is you can cook everything and then measure out every individual meal and put it all together and that's cumbersome but obviously saves work on the back end or you can do what i tend to do which is cook the stuff put it in large containers and then take from it as you as you need it
1: yeah and i think that's for me was the biggest difference while traveling was obviously if we're at home and we prep It is. That's what happens. Like, we we cook a bunch of meat, we cook a bunch of rice, and then throughout the day, as you go, as you need meals, you just portion out whatever you need from that. Whereas for traveling, uh, to make it easier on me, to make sure I wasn't missing any meals, make sure I wasn't, like under guessing what I was eating on my protein or over guessing on my carbs. Cause those are things that are very easy to do. Um, I just waited all out. So I had it and that was it.
2: Yeah. So I think why, like that would be sort of the prior prep to yes. ways you can go. And then there's stuff that you can bring with you like quest bars, RX bars that sort of fill in the gaps. Um, but we, you know, you know, tend to want for days at a time to get all your nutrition from quest and rx bars that's not optimal Um, but what also isn't optimal is being on the road you have nothing you and your family maybe or who are your traveling companions are super hungry and then you stop at a mcdonald's or a chick-fil-a or some garbage place and it all sort of spirals from there and then your digestion's off you feel like garbage you're throwing up in the grass like we saw that one guy oh boy stop doing just blowing it up in the grass and it just sort of, that's not how you want to take your trip
0: yeah
2: um so, so let's say that you do that that gets you let's say you have a relatively short trip let's say it's like 3 hours so theoretically you can eat before you leave and then you're solid right and right. then you eat when you get there um We think about when you're at a place, how do you handle that? So let's look at like if you're maybe at someone's house or at an Airbnb, how would you handle that versus like what do you look for when you are going to reserve a hotel and you're going to stay there?
1: So obviously when we travel and I I make sure that that we have access to a refrigerator, obviously to store things, um, and then a microwave to be able to warm things up. And so it was kind of cool, the a hotel that we stayed at when we traveled, we had the refrigerator in the room, uh, but then, you know, they have like the breakfast buffet or whatever that you get to go down to. Uh, and down there, they had a, a microwave. So it was really easy for us to do that. Um, so when I travel, in terms of if we're going to be in a hotel for shows and that sort of thing, always make sure having access to those. Um... Or if we go and we travel and we're going to do, like, an Airbnb, like, having access to a kitchen is huge, right? Because then we can just go to a grocery store and kind of do our normal thing. Uh, so there is no, like, tedious preparing for that outside of, like, okay, there's a grocery store five miles away and we have a full kitchen.
2: That's I think that's the ideal scenario. Like, even when I go to visit my family in Pittsburgh, I know I can cook at my mom's house like she doesn't care so i just plan on i'll bring enough meals to get me there which is usually maybe like one on the way or something like that and then one maybe after i get there like the next one and then other than that i just plan on uh buying food and i just make it there and you just buy your you make your staples and you're you're solid
1: yeah and i know that like this can sound a little overwhelming or like you may be worried that you are offending somebody, especially, like, when you travel home, right? Like, but at this, at this stage, like, both of our parents, like, understand, like, what we do. And that, in a large part, we don't eat the way they eat all the time, right? Like, we may, like, plan on going out, right? Like, we went out to dinner for my mom's 60th birthday while we were there. Um, but other than that, like, full-on cooler, had everything and uh, knew where we were going out to eat ahead of time. So it was easy to make plans to have that in your, in your meal for the day.
2: It's actually, it kind of works the opposite too. Like not only do my parents not care, my mom doesn't care if I cook stuff at her house and obviously I clean up after myself. Like there's a a way to do it and a way not to do it. Um, But like when my brother comes with one of my parents uh, and them, they know they're going to eat. Like he knows he's solid, right? Like he, his nutrition is very similar to ours. He's pretty dialed in with it. He has great physique, great, great performance in his workouts, all that kind of stuff. He knows basically he just needs to get himself here. Like so, maybe he ha- he takes a meal on the way or eats before he leaves. Uh, but he knows once he gets here, I'm going to have all the dead animals he he needs. I'm going to have plenty of fruit, plenty of vegetables, plenty of plenty of carbohydrate sources, and it's going to be fine. And basically, he just gets to visit, yeah. right? And I'm obviously happy to do that, and it's really easy for me because I'm going to have that stuff on hand for me anyway. It's the same thing with my dad. Like, he always comments, like, he notices the difference. Like, he's eating super clean when he's here, okay. and he feels better, all that kind of stuff. Like, joint pain goes away. So not only is it okay with them, and not only do they recognize that we're going to do certain things um, and we're not necessarily like looking for approval like we're just going to do it either way right. um, I think it's it can be enjoyable for other people to learn from your good habits and of course you're going to get the people who aren't receptive to it
0: mm-hmm.
2: frankly that's their problem, not yours like if they give you a hard time for it that's you know a situation where you know what you're doing is the right thing to do, clearly what they're doing is not the right thing to do there's probably a little bit of a health and you know, uh, aesthetic difference between you. And that's obviously that's like the nicest way I can say that, but you kind of just have to take notice of that and move on.
1: Yeah, and obviously it's a, also dependent kind of where you are, right? <clears throat> uh, in terms of like how happy you are with your physique and like how serious you are in terms of like chasing a specific goal, right? So Rai, not too long ago you went to Mexico Right, and so that was a little different, right? You're not you're not taking food into Mexico. <laughs> yeah, so well,
0: that's what I was waiting to bring up is that we could, like, obviously we're going pretty hard one way, but I think there's a lot of listeners who have the same goals, related goals as we do, but are maybe on a step a notch back mm-hmm. in terms of like the dialed the seriousness effectively. Right. Um, so there are still ways around it, and I kind of took a step back in a sense because one, I was going into a different country. So they weren't, wasn't an extremely smart idea for me to bring like containers of chicken I cooked myself and then also like have them dirty for a week and then try to clean them (laughs) when I got back. Um, But I also was like going into it knowing that it was also, it was a time when I was going to take a mental and physical break from. The gym, but also stuff like that. So that doesn't mean that I just threw everything out the window and was like donuts on the way to the airport and then pizza at the airport and then don't, and then it's, you know, I mean, whatever. (laughs) And then, yeah. Um, So I brought a couple of Quest Bars with me before I left for the airport because we left at like an ungodly time in the morning. I knew I wouldn't want to eat before and I wasn't going to want to eat for a little while for a couple hours after having been awake. So I did drink a protein shake super quick right after I woke up before I left. So then I knew I wasn't going to be super catabolic for the next, how however long until we got to the airport and did something there. And I had some RX bars and quest bars and a banana and stuff like that in my carry on bag. And then as we kind of went throughout the day, since we had an early flight, we were able to We had a layover and we kind of got lunch there. So uh, obviously you're a little bit limited in an airport. You kind of have the fast food spots that are there or like the convenience store items. Um, But if you're strategic about it and smart about it, you can actually kind of get away pretty well. So there's a Chick-fil-A there. Um, You can look pretty easily at almost any fast food or chain restaurant online now and they'll give you a full breakdown of macros and calories and every single thing on the menu um so you can still kind of get away so if you just go for like a grilled chicken sandwich I was actually able to like perfectly match what I needed for that meal and it's I mean you can look at what good it's like a chicken breast and tomato and lettuce and like a bun and it's like obviously there's better options out there maybe swap the bun for something else but in that situation, it got the job done. And then supplementing with a quest bar a couple hours later, and then that kind of gets you where you need to go. Um, And then obviously, once we were in Mexico, you can kind of have that same tact with getting stuff at your resort or at your hotel, you know, whatever the situation may be. And I think part of that is I was confident or semi-confident in Being able to kind of eyeball amounts of food to fit roughly macros, so I knew I could tell the difference between thirty grams of chicken and like sixty. If I really went, you know, I mean, went wild, um, and like a reasonable amount of carbs for a meal compared to not and fats and stuff like that, just from having measured stuff out for a couple years, you just kind of have a general idea. So for me, that worked pretty well in terms of. Kind of judging times throughout the day when we were in Mexico, like, oh, it's been two and a half hours. I'm going to eat something. Um, and then also amounts or just staying on top of it relatively well with like, okay, obviously we're not going to have whatever. Quesadillas with no, che- like nothing else other than cheese in it for every meal. You right. know what I mean? You can make smart choices. And there those places seem to be relatively, they want to make you happy so you can ask for Whatever you want. They'll they'll give you just a plain chicken breast, and it's perfectly fine. And everyone else there is so plastered out of their minds that they don't even... <laughs> <get> <laughs> enough enough they're coming no one's paying no attention one's paying to what attention. you're eating. Well, so. I think you hit I guess, a couple
2: excellent points. And probably the overarching point is if you're going to go on vacation, right? Like, so you went on to Mexico on vacation. You're coming right off a meet. You're coming off a period of being very codified and structured with your training and with your nutrition... You're on active rest in terms of training when you're there, so you didn't really do any training. And you're basically eating at maintenance, or almost like intuitively, really, like eat when you're hungry, and with the goal of hitting your, just broadly hitting protein. Maybe you overshoot it a little bit, no big deal. I think that's perfect. If you're on a vacation, uh, we would not recommend, unless you're a competitive physique athlete and you're prepping, which again, probably not super smart to schedule a vacation during that time. Um... Vacation should be a period where you're eating either eating at maintenance um, or you're eating kind of intuitively and you're just trying to hit your protein basically and not like completely go off the rails. Uh, and the reason for that is because maintenance is inherently a looser phase of nutrition uh, relative to like a fat loss phase or a muscle gain phase. If you're on a fat loss phase, going on vacation is tough. Right, And so the reality, if you want like to actually get results, is you need to be above 90%, really probably above 95% with your compliance, like in terms of hitting like eating what you're supposed to eat and not eating what's maybe not such a great idea at that moment to eat. Maintenance is obviously looser. Um, so you have to think of this as a little bit phasic too. So if you're really serious about where you want to go in terms of your goals, then yeah you need to bring your stuff like you need to have a plan like you can't just be like well i just didn't do it for two weeks like okay well don't get mad that you move backwards then um or you know if you're okay with that then then that's a thing where you would talk to your coach and, and people do this with us all the time where you plan out these things right. and we have a plan in place for like okay so this is how we're gonna approach this we're gonna not worry about it we're just gonna be intuitive for a little bit or like yeah we're gonna be on our game and We're missing zero meals, and this is how we're going to approach that.
1: Yeah, I think, again, it's just kind of understanding where you are in your fitness journey and where you are towards your goals. Um, And obviously, there's better times than others to actually take an extended vacation. Um, But obviously, our little trip to Virginia um, was something that was planned, knew that kind of the spot that I was in, like, to try and get things on track, like there was no wiggle room for me. So knowing that that was the case, being prepared was the only option.
0: I think to another thing, all these things can be, it doesn't have to be just for traveling. It could be normal day-to-day life. If you work a job where you're not at home for most of the day, or if you get caught in a situation sometimes where you, Like are in that post-workout setting, or you haven't, you realize you it's time to eat, and you don't have rice readily available or stuff like that. All of these things, you can kind of use your tools to get by for a meal or for a day, even if that means maybe you have one or two of those like ninety-second white rice packet things, like just in your house. Right. You don't necessarily use them every day, but in that circumstance where you get caught. Conveniently, you can throw that in there, and maybe a can of tuna, and then you're you're at what you need to be for that meal. Or if you get caught in like that Chick Fil A circumstance, like I said, like it's all online. All they they put everything any place like that puts everything out there, and they just about any place like that has something that you can effectively make work in that circumstance. Obviously, it's not every day, but the grilled chicken sandwich fits someone's macros for a meal pretty well.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like at the end of the day, it all depends on like how serious you are. If you're serious about it, about what you're trying to do, right? Especially if you have body composition goals, which everyone does, uh, like there, there's no reason for excuses. Like you can always make something work.
2: Yeah, we just did it right before the podcast. I actually just did this, so we went to the store today. Hence the Sam's Club commercial. Uh, so we have no shortage of protein sources here, uh, but we do have a slight shortage for the next like forty-five minutes of things that are ready to eat. So it was time for me to eat, and I was getting kind of hungry. Uh, and I'm not gonna like, I'm just not gonna miss a meal. So we have cans of tuna. And so I made tuna salad and you smash that, you hit your protein. I have an orange, so I hit my carbohydrate and you move on to the next thing. Like, so definitely, I think that's an excellent point to have some minute rice or some cans of tuna at your disposal for situations where that are inevitably going to happen where you're just at that particular moment, a touch short on what you need. And so it's just one of those things where you turn to that stuff. It's non-perishable. Obviously, it's good for you, et cetera. Um, it's inexpensive, and you just you have that and, and keep mo- keep rolling.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that that was a big staple for me in my job, right? So when I was traveling into work, I would work downtown at like at my desk in like my little filing cabinet drawer. I had packs of tuna, like whatever the star kissed Tuna, and they got all kind of fancy stuff now. So you can even buy like buffalo flavored one that's got like Frank's hot sauce in it, or way too cheap for that. I know. <laughs> the Kroger
2: kind, oh. seventy nine cents, unbelievable. Well, yeah, but I'm cans, at work. I don't. School.
1: Again, I'm at work. I <laughs> don't. Punch I don't. The tuna in the
0: face. Yeah, you just the have dude. you have an extra can opener there.
1: Uh, no, no. I mean, you I, did. Drain, you, I just, did. You just drain but the like, water
0: into you, the into your like your little office trash can. Abs- no, no, and then everybody hates you. You drink the water.
1: What is wrong with you? <laughs> I
2: have no idea. Jesus. I anyway, the packs. The packs make sense if you are at work,
1: right? So I would have I would have the packs there, and then I would just always just take like an extra piece of fruit with me to work. So if I got pulled into a meeting or something like that, like it's like all right, I have thirty seconds. I can down this. How fast yes. do you think you could eat a Pretty banana? Pretty
0: You know what I mean? Like uh, a banana, you can... I mean, you so can, I used to do you this... You can rip through a I do it yeah. all the time. Like, the time that bites. it
2: takes me to walk out and throw the peel in the dumpster, I'm done with it before I even get to the dumpster. It's yeah. easy. Nobody even knows. Yeah. Unbelievable. Or I'd say this, uh, a, couple, a couple clients that are physicians, they're busy... Or nurses. Mm-hmm. They're on the floor. Um, and they have busy days. And there are times where, through no fault of their own, and they're really... Th- Way out of their control. They don't have time to stop and take a meal, even though they brought it with them. Right. And that's a situation where you basically say you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, blast a Quest Bar in the bathroom, and walk out, or a One Bar, whatever, walk out and keep on rolling. And nobody knows anything better. And yeah, you say, well, I don't really want to eat in the bathroom, but yeah, how how hungry do you want to be? Right. Right. Like, how bad do you want to feel because you haven't gotten any nutrition in? And you need to keep working. So it's one of those situations where you can look at that as extreme. Frankly, I look at it as like, you just have to do what you have to do right. to keep, keep the ball in motion.
1: Right. And especially for someone like that, right? Like, we, we have a few uh, surgeons. It's like, if you're in the midst of a surgery, like, you don't, you don't want to get into you just a keep point it like where I'm you're a like, group, grab a snack. Yeah. Like, you're falling asleep or you start getting jittery because you haven't eaten like that's that's a real tough spot to be in so again at the end of the day it's all about being prepared right and making sure that no matter what nutrition reigns supreme right so if something happens and like life happens right if you can't make it into the into the gym you get hurt or your kid gets hurt or you're sick whatever the case may be the way to continue to stay on top of your goals is to make sure that you are dialed in with your nutrition no exceptions period like you're not gonna miss a meal you're gonna hit your protein every single day and that is just what it needs to be so to to round it all up, what's
0: everyone's, sa- like, one convenient item to, like, fill stuff in? You know what I mean? Like, I'll, yeah. I'd say, like, mine is, like, a banana because you can get a decent amount. You can get almost, like, usually a meal worth of carbs out of it, and it's negative time to eat it. Yeah. And and they, I mean, they taste good too, so.
2: That's an excellent one. Depending on
0: dietary phase, but
2: it fits in, generally, fat loss phase can be a little tough. You can make it work. A Quest Bar, RX Bar combo, because it gets you enough protein to hit your protein target, and usually enough Cs to hit your carbs, and you have like, you have like a little fat to play with you might need to restructure, but that's a good one. You smash one, take a breath, smash the other one, (laughs) and that's it.
1: Yeah. Uh it's hard. Cause I guess for me, I've, I've lost a little of my tricks there cause everything's been so regimented for a long time. We're all tricks. Um, all tricks. <laughs> but I think again, for me, like I said, if it was, if it was at work and I just knew I was going to get pulled into a meeting at the end of the day, protein is what matters most. So having that little packet of tuna that right there, and then I could figure out whatever fats, carbs later afterwards, um, it just super simple.
2: So neither of you answered how much rice you could eat at a sitting.
1: I told you at I this could do point, that. like I could three do times of that of my normal. So
2: three thirty. You get one ten. So three thirty. Yeah. Three
0: thirty is a, such a cakewalk.
1: Well, for you guys know, now, but like one ten for me a couple weeks ago was well, well, like oh I don't 3, know. Three
2: thirty <laughs> is like kind of
0: disappointing now.
2: Three thirty. You finish three thirty in whatever real fun protein you had, and you're like I could I could I could rock another bowl of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, right. At this point, my that meal, my 110 plus whatever 112 grams of whatever protein I'm eating is is solid. But I think I've hit the point where I could at least double that at this point, if not triple it.
2: What do you think about people who always get upset? They don't like to have the same thing every
1: day. I don't, I don't understand. Because you literally I, have the same thing every day. And I, I, when we're real close, we basically do two. I love it. I love it. I, I was going to say, in terms of like my, my carbs and my fat every day are the exact same thing. The only thing that I get to play around with is that I get a couple options. And by a couple, I mean two or three. In One, terms you have <laughs> this or this. Right. In terms of <laughs> protein. And so that's, but that's how I keep it exciting, right? Like, so I'm not eating chicken for every meal that I get. Protein at because yeah maybe that would be boring after a while uh, right now no uh, but maybe it would be but if I'm having chicken at one meal salmon at another meal ground turkey at another meal I get eggs at another like I'm I'm a pretty happy camper
2: Ryan mm-hmm. I definitely we <coughs> vary our protein carbs stay pretty pretty I'd similar say all day of my day.
0: like everything's the same every day other than like sometimes I vary my protein. But even that, like, for, like, my post-workout is always, it's, like, either chicken or pork, usually. Or, like, lean turkey.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's it. Like I Again, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have two eggs, 200 grams of uh, egg whites, 100 grams of spinach, an English muffin, and 80 grams of blueberries. And that has been my breakfast every day for the last... 13 days.
0: Should we just run through everyone's breakfast tomorrow since we pray it yeah, inevitably absolutely. People are disinterested because, because you're like,
1: off, uh, so uh, you actually eat breakfast foods for breakfast?
2: You're the only one of us that eats yeah. breakfast food for breakfast. And by
1: breakfast food, I, I'm eating eggs and an English muffin, yes. But that's, again, it's just because that's codified for me right now. Um, but I definitely got away from breakfast, quote-unquote breakfast foods somewhat.
2: Other than fat loss phase where you're having, like, pumpkin instead of oatmeal, you know what I mean? You're having, like, whatever you can or just berries <laughs> to get, get through it. Just berries. Uh, I've been running the same stuff for months, and I'm not even close to being tired of it. I love it. Because it's just – if you vary your protein sources throughout the day and vary your, like, fruits and veg a little – like, just a little bit, even, like, within a couple, yeah. it's fine. And It's easy. I think – so the point I think we're really making – before we tell you our things that you probably may or may not care about – is the idea of doing the same thing every day makes it really, really easy. And so we're not saying you need to eat the same stuff for months at a time. It's probably not very good for you to do that. Um, But part of what makes this pretty easy for us is that everything is kind of planned out and a little more structured. And so you can have freedom, and that's perfectly fine. But with freedom and choice comes like, you better be really disciplined and on top of planning it out all right so Rye, what do you have well, every bef- day
1: before before you go on with that too though the the kind of fun or exciting thing in terms of us even though we may eat the same proteins is also like then what we do with them right like so we'll we sometimes have ground beef as burgers. And sometimes we have it as like taco meat, and when we say taco meat, we legitimately mean like we brown the meat and add taco seasoning. Taco seasoning—it's unbelievable. Taco seasoning. <laughs> Look for that at stores. Times.
2: I'm just excited. I have the Sprite Zero running through me. So
1: excited right now. Or like the lemon pepper Mrs. Dash on some chicken, or garlic and herb. Like you can change it up. Freaking G Hughes barbecue sauce.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Or some Frank's Red Hot on your chicken or something. Like, so you can vary it by having the same thing and it's not boring.
2: Can and should. You're making maybe a little mistake if you're just having, like, plain chicken. That would be... That would get a little old. Still, though, I don't mind it. All right, so what do you have?
0: (laughs) Uh... Either 55 or 65 grams of cream of rice, depending on the day. Oh, like, well, you've switched over. Yeah. It's, it's so. Much, yeah. I don't... I mean, oats can go out the window at this point. Oh, wow. Um, either two or three whole eggs, again, depending on the day. Okay. If it's, like, a essentially a lower body day or an upper body day. Um, and then, like, 80 grams of some other either chicken or ground beef or whatever to fill in the rest of my protein.
1: Are you mixing the eggs in your cream of rice? Yeah.
0: So this is, so I, I, it sound at first you're like, See? this is weird. See, but, but, you put no, egg whites so, in your oats. So, uh-huh. so I go, uh, eggs, some spinach in with the eggs, then my animal protein source all in the pan, get that all done up. And then mix that in with the cream of rice and then with Frank's Red Hot and then all that. It's like a, it's like, I, I, it's like as close as I can imagine like grits are. I was going to say, like, it
1: sounds like more like a, a quiche or like a casserole type thing, like with that all still put like, together.
0: Because cream of rice isn't, doesn't taste like anything.
1: Right. But it would be like no different than like if you did like a baked egg with that in there. Right or an egg bake, I guess, is what you would say. Like if you did it in the in the oven, which is and what I used to do. Right, know. like I would mix up eggs and then like yeah, sausage or bacon yeah, yeah. or like I see whatever. That part. Yeah, but it's but, but it's then not with the like, cream of rice, giving you some carbs.
0: Yeah, but it's not that solidified. Yeah, it's still like the same kind of consistency as like if you were to have just chicken and rice or whatever. Not consistency, but like it's not like that solidified. I don't really know how to describe it. It's it's,
1: you're not it's eating good. soup.
0: And then it's like, and then it's better because like, I used to have like, oh, eggs here and then some chicken here and then oatmeal here. And it's like, I just, now it's all one and
1: you're living life. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm glad you said cream of rice because we almost bought like a metric ton of oatmeal today.
0: Uh, you can have my oatmeal. Like I'm not going to use I it, may it cause I may have because
2: I still, but we have cream of rice in there. I was going to make the switch and I had forgotten about it so i am the most easily the probably the most basic of the three of us i have whatever protein uh we have left over so sometimes it's like specifically prepped sometimes it's from like previous dinners i could care less it could be chicken it could be bison it could be salmon sometimes it's steak uh pork whatever tilapia you name it i'll eat it i could literally could care less um and then oatmeal with some berries so right now somewhere between uh 40 and 50 grams dry weight that'll go up a little bit of oatmeal and then you like 80 to 105 grams of berries and then every once in a while get a little bit of almond butter too a little extra fat especially if it's going to be a hot minute between when i eat that meal one and and then work out um and sometimes like today they were a little closer so i forewent the added fat and just put it in later in the day
1: no you had your almond butter or whatever butter yeah, cashew not, butter this morning not
2: all
0: of it though mm-hmm. just a little bit just i think dad's taste.
1: just like sneaking in extra fat just into it. his diet
0: listen i can't at this point i kind of i mean
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah listen
1: it's not fair
0: <laughs> basic but i love it i love
2: uh that combo and obviously i have them separated i don't put like
1: yeah. I put you the berries like, and the oatmeal together <laughs> and then I have
2: the dead animals off to the side.
1: <laughs> what if you put the meat in the oatmeal and then had the berries on the side? If it was like
2: steak, you could probably get away with that. Yeah, have you seen those
1: like, like steak and Like
2: savory
0: oatmeal bowl things? No. I know, I'm I know you're all over TikTok. They're all over that.
1: Oh. I haven't you're been over, on the tick of the talk you're lately. All, you're all over the talk. I haven't. I
2: don't even know. I'm not entirely sure what it is.
1: I know. It's okay. We were it's having this kind to, of discussion. It's similar
0: to friends only. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those. What's <laughs> <laughs> that?
1: Oh, boy. One of those Dad types of downloads it. the app immediately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. I think we covered it.
1: Yeah. So, again, it, nutrition is, like, the most important thing. And so if you are going to be traveling, whether it's for work uh, or for pleasure and it's a short short trip, and you're not in a place that you're willing to uh, give up on any progress that can be made, then don't make excuses. Be prepared.
2: Yep, make it happen. Easy.